Welcome back to Words to Make You Feel. This is Emily June, and I uh, have a guest here with me, Natalie S. Hello, hello. (laughs) Thank you for being here. Um, We met through Natalie, who was on my podcast two weeks, uh, two episodes ago. Yes. So, glad to have you here. How many years ago was that? That was... We, we we talked about it the other day. I think I think we figured out it was like five, maybe going on six. Okay. Okay. Yeah, like five five going on six. Wow. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Halloween party. Technically. Wait, was that where we met? I briefly met you. It was like a handshake, and that was it. Oh my gosh! Wait, that what was, was your costume? Time. I think I was a Grecian goddess. Okay. Then I got really shit faced, puked in front of her. <laughs> you know we're recording now, right? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I got really drunk with my uh, boyfriend at the time, and lasted two hours at that party. Oh my word! I wish I remembered more of that. <laughs> I think that's. I think that was the party. Yeah. I wish I remembered. Because everybody of that. got a little turnt that time. Well, yeah, and and then of course, yeah, and so we just over time, and and of course, Natalie brings so many people together. So, yes. Um very grateful for that. And I wanted to bring you on for this conversation, our word today being spirituality, Mm -hmm. because um, you just have always been someone who's um, talked about your faith. And like, even with a bunch of different things going on, like I, it's just always clear that you always have faith, um, which is amazing. (laughs) And of course that can, you know, we all go through ups and downs, but um it just really always stuck out to me as that being like a big part of you. So I really wanted to get you here for this conversation. And I don't think I've ever told you this, but there's a lyric in a chant song. And I don't know if you know it. I love chants. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> All good Christians do. No, I'm messing around. Um, uh, the, the lyric is, though, um, you know the power in a woman that can lead you in prayer. And it just every time I hear that, I'm like, that's Natalie. Because how many times have I texted you and been like, girl, I need prayer right now? <laughs> like, it's true. And there is power behind prayer every single time. Um, I definitely grew up in a Christian home. Um, faith in Christianity was very important to my family. Now I definitely have rebelled against that, I think, in my early teens through adulthood, too. And sometimes I still currently struggle with some of the things that I've learned in my past and had many conversations with my friends and elders, um, just trying to grasp a different understanding than what I grew up with, just because, you know, the world changes and evolves and so does your faith. Um, And I just feel like faith to me is so personal and you know, there is spiritual spirituality within that and finding your spirituality is a process and faith to me is having a deep connection, a deep um, understanding and a belief. And it's what has gotten me through so much. Um, I think I've been through a lot of personal um, situations that, you know, with faith and therapy, it's definitely guided me to where I am today and uh, continues to guide me in, in this crazy world of 2020. (laughs) Let me tell you. And, you know, sometimes it, it does happen where you have those moments of questioning your faith, questioning your spirituality, questioning. Sometimes you don't want to admit it, but you do question God. You do question the things that, you know, have happened in your life and, even happen to your close family and friends. You know, you have that like why God moment and 
I've always been told like you never question God you never mm. you never mm-hmm. do that but I feel like in doing so it builds your faith a little bit stronger because then you get a better understanding and a grasp of why it's happening and then you could kind of um go through it with a better understanding and and leaning on faith I think is just so it's been such a blessing for me to go through and share my experiences with my friends and family um and that's one thing is like I feel like I've always had faith even though sometimes it is a little bit diminished it has pushed me to go a little bit harder in um in my purpose in my path Mm. of this life Mm. so you feel like the times where there's like um maybe like your faith is a little not as strong you feel like those are times where it then pushes you to search more or to or to trust more or what what is it what does it push when you're in those I feel like it pushes me to trust more in the process and um I do a little bit more research. I do a little bit more prayer time. Um, and I, by no means am I a perfect Christian, let me tell you. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't think there is such a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I was just telling you earlier, I'm like, I feel like I need to read the Bible more because <laughs> I just don't have a, a understanding uh, as well as others. Mm-hmm. And I question a lot of things in the Bible. And I think that's uh, that's a normal thing to do. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh, you just touched on like so much right there. Um Yeah, I think understanding came up twice while you were talking in there and I think that that is a big um part of people's spirituality mm-hmm. is trying to make sense of things that we don't have um empirical evidence and empirical evidence being the stuff that science uses the the hard observable data facts uh, yeah you know um quantifiable Mm -hmm. measurable um and that's what i always talk about with spirituality it's that thing that for millennia people have described in a million different ways Mm -hmm. um and no one has a a monopoly on it really because it's it is very unique Mm -hmm. it is everyone's individual thing and um so I guess I don't know maybe we should try and like give some basics of like where we're coming from because like for me um I came from a very um these are not words that this organization would use to describe themselves but now that I'm out I understand that this is what they fall into so it's like very Mm -hmm. puritanical um uh christian follows the bible very literally mm-hmm. uh, according to their interpretation um very insular community um they observe shunning of course if that's if someone doesn't uh fall into all the guidelines um very big on the bible but also big on the um written aids that they provide to help you understand the bible so yes, you're supposed to read the Bible, but you're also supposed to read their publications so that you can understand it how they understand it. Interesting. Uh-huh. So that's okay. very much where I'm coming from. And of course, there's a big, uh, they, where I come from, there's a big push on preaching too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's a lot of things that separate that the group I grew up in from like the outside world. And that's part of their thing. They're very big on like keeping... Um, Segregated in a way? They would not call it that. They would call it more like, what would they call it? 
um, I guess, I mean, it is, it is mm-hmm. segregated. It's very, it's very much an us versus them like, thing. Like the secular right. world. Right. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. I love that you're bringing this up because the term worldly. Yes. Okay. <laughs> to people who are not raised in this type of situation, worldly means well-traveled, cultured. Yes. <laughs> but to people who are born into certain Christian-based religions. Worldly means of Satan's world. Of Satan's world, a secular <laughs> world that you, um, that I guess, uh, what's the word? Well, Jesus said, I'm no part of this world. Yes. So I think they really. So it's really, like almost like temptation I, of sinning. I think they really hold on to that and they're like, we want to be just like Jesus. And so we can't be any part of this world. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think. Which to me blows my mind because we are living in this world. Right. You and know? Jesus, so, who did Jesus hit? I mean, Jesus spent time with so many different types of people. Oh yeah. According to the stories, he kept a wide range of people around him. Exactly. Um, and he, I, he lit whoever come anyways, but go on, go on. <laughs> I feel like the meaning behind that is to be a good and kind person, act as if what Jesus would do. You know how mm-hmm. everybody had those bracelets back in the day, like WWJD. Yeah. <laughs> I rocked one. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> we weren't even allowed to have that, but okay. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> Secular. <laughs> so um, I just feel like you walk in a way that Jesus would, um, being kind to others, loving other people, spreading the word of God, um, showcasing love. And that goes towards all people, not just your people, not just your community, but all people. That includes, I think, the people that they even shun in the church. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted it. Right. But um, not right. everybody follows that. Right. And I think that goes to another thing. And again, I think I wanted to give the basis of where I'm coming from because I do quote scripture a lot. Mm-hmm. And I, for a long time, I didn't, but they would always just pop up in my head because there's some good nuggets in there. I believe in all holy books. I think all holy books have good and maybe some things that are no longer applicable, mm-hmm. but I think there's gems in there and there's a lot of similarities in a lot of them too. Yeah. So um, just for me, when I'm quoting scripture, I mean, I think some people may think I'm still an active Christian. I, I don't ascribe to any denomination anymore, um, but that still is my basis. So it's Mm -hmm. still just in there. I mean, it was just so ingrained. Um, and I still think a lot of it, uh, there's a lot of good things in there as far as here, I'm going to, I'm going to tell you what brought it. So Jesus, he he would talk about the Pharisees, right? Mm -hmm. And how they were adhering to the letter of the law and not the principle or something like that. They would make laws that went beyond the principle. Okay. Um, and that's why they were Pharisees and hypocritical because they were making additional stuff and putting more of a burden on God's people than, and of course God's people is everyone, but, um, they were putting more of a burden on people who were trying to live a spiritual life Mm -hmm. because they were saying like, well, this was also part of the loss. This is also it. But the, the, the Bible itself or whatever text they had at the time were not part of those laws. Right. They were adding. So I, I just think that that's a lot of what we have going on today is Mm. that a lot of people have taken these books that have good information. Mm -hmm. And like we were talking about, a lot of information is passed through storytelling, which is a great way for people to easily remember principles and morals Morals, of stories. Absolutely. Um, so I think what we have right now is just 
and that's where I think it gets more into what people call dogma, where it's like, if you don't follow X, Y, and Z, you cannot call yourself this, and you are not a follower of this, and you're not a godly person. Mm -hmm. Which Jesus just blatantly said, like, it's the principle, you can live in line with, like, the the heart of the of the message of or the, whatever absolutely um of course there's people who are stringent christians who would say no you're just being lax and yeah. you're taking it too easy and you're not holding taking yourself to strict guidelines to strict guidelines <clears throat> and really taking accountability and becoming a christian closer right. to god and you know i i definitely have a personal i guess more recent challenge for myself is that I'm trying to connect with my spirituality a little bit deeper than I have. And in doing so, I'm learning more things about um, Christianity that I don't necessarily agree with. And we kind of touch base on, on a couple of things. But like you said, it's just like, it's so, it is personal. It's between, it's finding your faith. I think I go to my parents a lot because that's how I was raised. I didn't really have a voice um, when I was younger. I have two older brothers. And um, when you're growing up in a, in a, a Christian home, you know, your parents kind of have the all the, the all say. And you don't really have a voice or an opinion on certain things. And as you grow up and um, within your relationship of your parents, you know, you start questioning things. You have these conversations, which I think is completely healthy. You should be doing this. Um, but... I personally have had some questions about uh, sexuality. Um, not for me personally, just with my friends who are gay or bisexual. And I, I kind of had this conversation with Emily earlier today. And it's all about just discovering your own faith and your and what you interpret out of the Bible and how you're going to view that messaging and take it from there and, you know walk in your own faith with God, right? your own relationship with God, because it should be different than what your parents' relationship is. Because I feel like my relationship with God is different than what my parents' relationship with God is. Um, it's not more or less. It's just my own relationship with him. Right. Right. Yeah. And I was bringing up again more scripture just to that point of like Correct. being, um, you know, I think the scripture goes like, oh, when I was younger, I wanted milk and as I got older I wanted uh, solid food mm -hmm. so again it's just more of that of course your parents feed you when you're younger when you're older you need to give it to yourself you right? need to feed yourself yeah. and then um I you and I have talked about this before at some point Jesus said that the cornerstone of the church is now in everyone in in you in you yeah so I mean at what how can someone tell you that that's always I think that was the biggest thing for me when mm -hmm. I was coming out of the religion I was raised in. When I finally did something that was out of line, um, according to their standards, it connected to a part of myself that I just had never even really known any before because I had, like you're saying, I've given I'd given that to my parents and to the elders at the point. Mm -hmm. You know, I had trusted them, their authority as far as like. To how, give you answers, in a way. Well, to tell me how to live. Mm. Um, mm. Because, I mean, that's truly the thing. If you want to be part of that, you have to live according to what they mm -hmm. lay out. Um, and for, the, for most of my... For up until my early 20s, I was like, yes, <laughs> of course. You know, of course, that makes sense. But yeah. that was all that I had ever known. 
So then mm-hmm. when I finally did something that um, was forbidden and, um, I, you know, I, I guess I'll just... Do we want to get into specific? I don't even know. Like, is I think it I remember. Is it beneficial to get yeah. into specifics or not? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. So I had sex for the first time, which is was, according to the religion, was like, you should not do that until you're married. Did you feel shame when you did it? That is what clued me into something not being right. Because mm-hmm. after I did it, it was, you know, I don't know. I Unfortunately, my... <laughs> there's a bunch of people who maybe their first time is a great experience. I I was the stereotypically first time was not a great experience. However, within that, I had this experience of trusting myself and doing something that I wanted to do. And then afterwards, I did not feel that crushing guilt. So I kind of knew, like, they've been telling me my whole life, after this happens, I'm going to feel like God hates me. Wow. Um, and I'm going to feel that guilt and that shame. And I didn't, I was like, Whoa, this is a whole part of me that I can like express and experience with someone. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it just kind of like my whole worldview shifted because Mm -hmm. I had finally done something on my own accord. Yeah. Which is so wild to think about how I was living before. Absolutely. Did you that I was giving outside authority the so precedence on power. how I should live, mm-hmm. and like I said, when you're a kid, you have to. You're that's how you survive is by yeah. following your parents. Yeah, you know. Um, but like you're saying, as you get older, it's it's almost like um, it's your responsibility mm-hmm. to do this on your own now. And you have to do that in the way that you know is right. And I truly believe that God, and you know, I haven't, I don't think of God as a personified being. I know a lot of people do. Yes. For me, that doesn't resonate. For me, it's the whole, like, it's a, it's a conceptual thing that we've, that we use to explain, like I was talking about at the beginning. Like a higher power? Our highest selves, I think. Okay. Collectively, our highest selves. Collectively, the highest good of how the universe functions. Um, and conversely, we call the negative the devil, right? Mm-hmm. The, ne- the, the, neg- the negative... The things we view as negative or destructive, we call those... Demonic know, or... The devil. You devil, know, yeah, whatever. Like evil, how, evil, evil. Evil. That's, it, that's yeah. a big one, you know? And yeah. again, I don't... In my view of understanding just wholeness of humans and 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 the universe um i i i think that there's that in all of us and we have to keep choosing to be um helpful and helpful as opposed to just being like yeah let's just destroy shit you know (laughs) um so yeah i don't know that's I, i don't know if i got a little off there but like that's more so now, when my view and understanding after I first took my like first, I I don't act, even know what you call it. I just yeah, acted I was like, on my own on your own. Um, yeah, yeah. Now you felt shame. No, I didn't. No, you didn't feel shame. <laughs> but that's what we're taught. We're taught to feel shameful right, or to right. feel guilty right. about certain things um, that the Bible does not want us to do. Right. Now, at that time. Did you tell your parents what had happened? And so like I how... didn't tell my parents because I was 23 at the time. Okay. 
23 or 24? 23. Yeah, 23 is when I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Were you still living with them at the time? 23 and then 24 is when I got kicked out um, of the church. I was already out of my parents' house. Oh, okay. Um, so, no, I still, even though my view had changed on that, like I knew something was up because I didn't, what they had told me and how I was feeling wasn't matching. Mm Mm-hmm. So I knew something was up, but I still, for a while after that, was trying to see what I actually believed. But within six months, I was out of there because um, it, it didn't take long for me to realize um, I didn't agree on their views of uh, mm. um, sexuality and uh, drug use, mm-hmm. you know. I hadn't even at that point and wouldn't for years after ever even touch uh, marijuana. But at that point, when I was reading these scriptures again that they used to like demonize these things, I was just like, I don't even know if y'all are getting that right. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think that actually melds with like the rest of the message of this book, which is like love and treat other people right. Exactly. You know, and that's a good point is I feel like some, um, People can interpret the Bible and focus on the things you shouldn't do rather than the the good to -hmm. take the good out of the Bible Mm -hmm. and and to act on that. I think there's a lot of uh, fear instilled into um, some of the stories. And yeah, that's kind of like like I remember growing up and I would have the whole series. I forget who the author was, but on the rapture, Mm. I was reading books at like 12 and 13 years old on the rapture having fear of now what is my reality mm. <laughs> of, oh right of, of what we're literally of, living of through of what we're living through <laughs> of like you know uh book of revelation and times we had we had a children's book called Re- well it wasn't a children's book but it had a bunch of pictures in it and it was called the revelation book and they okay. were very as graphic pictures as you could scary. get scary yeah it was it you was know intense, it was very intense and to read these things that i've always loved like uh horror and <laughs> It's suspense. Oh, this is why I have anxiety. Like, I live for suspense. I'm just like, give it to me. But maybe this is where it came from, is like all these rapture books that are like, the world's going to end. Right. You, you must fear all evil and, you know, fear God and yeah, live a certain way to get into the pearly gates of heaven. Right, to avoid that wrath. To avoid the wrath of, of having eternity in hell. And I think, like, at such a young age, that's really instilled in my mind. And so now that we're living in kind of these times of, um, that can be interpreted as, you know, end times or the book of Revelations or things that we're going through currently with. There's a lot of uh, similarities you can find. For sure. A lot For of similarities. Sure. And so... um And I always thought, too, as a kid, I was like, there's no way in my time any of this would happen. (laughs) I was just like, there's no way. I'll be dead by then. Like, I remember just thinking, like, I'll die by this time. And, you know, you kind of have, like, this timeline and this... um... Right. Well, it just seems so weird. It's been, like, people have been waiting for that for how many thousands of years? And, like, to think that it had happened during your time is very... A bit strange. It's a bit strange, and I think that's why I'm really trying to like grasp a, a knowledge on um, my faith and uh, dig a little bit deeper into my spirituality, um, because I'm just like, holy crap! Like, right. there's some really, yeah. Well, and I think that's where you that's where you see the truth of like esoteric wisdom that is in all these holy books that. 
clearly people were trying to pass down. Like, yes, there will be people who try and do certain things. Mm -hmm. But, like, if you keep this pure integrity to, you know, whatever belief system you have and try and do good, you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. Because that's just a more peaceful, better, um, like a... Yeah, just more peaceful way to live. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I don't, you know, also if we're to believe this, these stories of what God actually did, like there was a lot of unpeaceful stuff that happened that had to happen for things to progress. To they, progress, So yeah. again, it's like, it's super hard because I don't hold any of these books as like a manual of X, Y, and Z that's going to happen. I don't know mm-hmm. if you still do, but um, for me, it's more just like there's bits of wisdom that was trying to be passed down mm-hmm. and you got to like you know um kind of like take what's useful and like understand that the rest might have been just for a different time mm-hmm. and I know that's not like the main like mainstream religion is like no no this book is infallible because it is of God so it's never going to be wrong mm-hmm. um but I just also think that also- God has instilled you know again not this personification but like this overall thing has instilled in us this internal knowledge and guidance system of like you know when you're doing something shitty you know when you're doing something good and helpful absolutely you know you're aware of yeah um but again i mean we're talking about stuff that has just been like theology is just it's it's been millennia so like we're we're having this conversation in like hopefully an hour here but like i feel like we could go on for more but it's it's just such a vast thing and i don't know i think the trend now seems to be more people are understanding it as a personal thing as opposed to a thing that you need to get in with a certain religion and follow their rules to be saved yeah i i I definitely feel like we've shifted from that and it's more of a personal journey um I feel like as it should be, you know, um, but I don't have an issue with attending church services. Oh, I love or, a good message. Oh, absolutely. I love a positive message. I love message. a positive, uplifting <laughs> message on a Sunday and listening to Kirk Franklin after in my car. Yes. I am all about it. I love gospel music. It gets me in such a positive, great mood. Like if I'm ever having a bad day, I literally, I have a playlist of gospel music and it instantly I'm just like praising God in my car and it uplifts me it uplifts my spirit it yeah. changes my mood for the day right it changes how I interact with myself and my thoughts mm-hmm. um so uh, yeah that's a whole nother no but it's totally I praise think and worship that's... is just like to me yeah. that is something that is part of my um faith that I really like I just it puts me in such a better headspace I think that's the essence of faith and spirituality is this feeling of like you don't have to meet people in their negative destructive because uh, you know it, it, I don't think that it's I, I mean now we're gonna get into like the battle of good and evil which people have also been like <laughs> you know and like and I which I think a lot is a lot of what religion tries to deal with but I, like I said, I think there's this quote that says, like, the battle of good and evil runs di- runs directly th- through each of us. Mm-hmm. We 
truly do, and I think that gets into like what people talk about with free will, um, and although there's a lot of scientific discussion about whether we even have free will or whether we're just products of conditioning, of, but that's a whole other topic too. <laughs> sure is. <laughs> oh my gosh, too much. Um, so, uh, but the thing is, is like, and, and, and at times when we're not in this place where we focus on positive actions mm-hmm. and positive messages, we can get in this place of thinking like, uh, people are just awful. Like mm-hmm. overall, this is just bad. Right. Thinking mm-hmm. that everything's just a lost cause. Yeah. And then you kind of, you lose your faith at that point. You 100%. kind of lose confidence and, and, um, an alternative. And people get very nihilistic, which yeah. I think is just completely unproductive. Yeah. And it kind of, it definitely fucks with your mindset. Mm-hmm. Like, to be honest, it mm-hmm. really does. And then there's the, the flip side that I think p- people warn against too, which is they, it, they coined the term now spiritual bypassing where, oh, everything's so good and we're, you know, there's, God will handle everything so we don't have to worry. We just have to be our little good people. And, mm-hmm. and I think that then goes to the other extreme of like not taking concrete action to help people currently. Mm-hmm. Um, that was a big thing in my church, church growing up was we just have to go preach. We don't really have to do anything else. Yeah. They, they would build some like kingdom halls for like churches for in certain areas that were, um, hit by stuff and they would go and like help rebuild some houses. But that was not a big thing. The big thing was preach and then God will handle everything. Well, I think that takes away some of the power that God has instilled in us to actually go and do good mm-hmm. you know yeah I, I i don't know how much we've talked about this but um it's something big that i realized in the last few years is like you can be used as a blessing without even realizing it oh for sure you know yeah definitely. Um, and whether that's you know whatever that is however that happens um why would you hinder yourself from doing that at any point you know what i yeah. mean because just conversely, we can also just mindlessly be awful to another person, you and, know? Yeah. So, like, why would you hold back when you could actually do good, too? Because unwittingly, we'll do negative stuff, too. Yeah. You know? So, happens. I don't know. It's just a whole big it, thing there. Where are you at with all that? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you mean? Just, like, in the understanding of, like... Because do, do you feel like spirituality is a big, is connected to this whole understanding of good versus evil? Which I think is, again, we were talking about framing earlier, and I think it's a, a rough way to frame life as this battle of good and evil. I don't think that's a proper framework. I think life is, and things happen along the way. Yes. Um, but religion itself, and even spirituality now too, has this core kernel of like, good people and bad people. Mm. Now, do I feel like that's happening within... Do you, do you feel that pertains to your spirituality anyway? Is that part of your understanding yes. of spirituality? Was it as part of the church? Part and of the now church. as you're growing up, does it feel less like that and it's something different? Or like, it, you know... It definitely was a part of the church. I think they definitely taught on um, good and evil. And I grew up in a church where... Um, you know, it was a very spiritual church in the fact that like at a young age, 
and I normally don't talk about it or tell people this, like I saw things spiritually um, at a very young age. I was five years old and I would see very evil images, like full on could see it. Nobody else could. And I thought I was crazy. Where would these be? In my home. Okay. But like, do you, do you have like an, can you like share specifics of like a specific Absolutely. situation? Okay. I remember I it, it so clearly. Okay. I'd love to hear it. Um, so, you know, and I think when you're born and especially as a child, there's a lot of purity, mm-hmm. you know? And, um, I think at the time I didn't understand why things were happening to me or why I saw these things or why I was experiencing, mm. um, things in the spiritual realm because I never searched for it as a kid. You don't really search for it. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's not something that you're really, um, you're doing research on or that you're really plugging your brain into. It just kind of happened. And right. So as a child, this happened, my first experience happened when I was five, four or five, I was at my parents' house and I would always have nightmares, very vivid nightmares that just like would scare me. So I'd go into my parents' bedroom. Um, I lived in a very tiny house at the time. And so like I had a very bad nightmare. I went into my parents' room and I said, I can't sleep. There's something that doesn't like, I felt an energy at that age. I was like, there's something that doesn't feel right in my room. I don't want to be there. I came into my parents' room and she was like, what happened? And I'm just like straight in shock. And I just keep staring straight away. And she's like, what are you looking at? And I was like quiet because I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to provoke what I saw Uh, mm -hmm. because I'm like, I don't know what it's going to do to me. And it was clear as day, like a girl, my age, all in black. I couldn't see exactly the face, but had red eyes, like red eyes, hair in a, in a ponytail, high ponytail with a bow and just like evil, just like I felt an evil energy and, um, it was just like a, a black, um, outline like almost like a black from head to toe outline. Okay, so like shadowy? Sha- very shadowy. Okay. Yeah, that, okay. That's the word. Very shadowy. And I was just like, um, she's right there. I kept saying she's right there. My mom's like, what are you seeing? And I was like, it's a little girl. She's all in black. And, you know, she doesn't look nice. And she wanted to play with me. And I felt scared. And then she kept saying, like, come play, come play. And I got, my mom was just like, you know, we're going to pray. And then... Um, was your mom freaked out or was she just like, I know what to do. Pray. She was like, I know what to do. <laughs> she's been waiting. She's been with, she's like, I'm so excited. All my training this- <laughs> has led up to this moment. <laughs> like, I'm so excited. This is happening to my daughter and I'm scared shitless. Cause I don't know. Is your dad just asleep? No, my dad is like concerned. He's like, what is she oh, okay, seeing? Okay, okay, okay. Like, okay. what is yeah. happening? <laughs> And so this went on. Um, it happened a couple of times. Mm-hmm. I remember seeing like these gremlin things. I saw angels in church. I saw a lot of spiritual things from the age of five to probably the age of nine or ten. Wow. And I remember praying to God, stop. I don't want to see anything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to experience this. This is, I'm not the person. I remember just being like, I, am, I can't emotionally handle this. And I don't know why I was seeing so much in the spiritual world. I don't know what exactly was happening, but I've also had instances where um, I was told that I had a curse on me. Mm. And By uh, who? Um, Not who cursed you. Who told you that? So it was... My, there was a situation that was happening. My mom was talking to one of her friends, and I have kind of a spiritual leader that I'd go to, and they kind of like talked about things. And my mom's like... Um, you know, we feel it might be a spiritual curse 
because of this. And I was just like, I wouldn't even think that. But hey, I'm like, like, I don't want things to happen to me. And um, I just remember feeling so uncomfortable and angry that I was given this, they would call it a gift. Mm. Mm -hmm. I didn't think it was a gift Mm -hmm. because it was not fun to hear things, to see things. Um, Also, when I moved into my home that I currently live in now, um, I moved in there when I was 11 and I moved into the middle room. And as soon as I got there, I started hearing voices. Wow. I started hearing voices to run away, to to um, slip my wrist. I wasn't suicidal. I was not suicidal Mm -hmm. at all. I was Mm -hmm. I was a very happy kid. (laughs) And to hear things that like would just like and I hear it clear as day. Okay, so I'm curious about this because I don't hear things. Although I will. Okay, I'm so curious about this because this is like I did not have these experiences. In fact, my church said, like, if you were doing things right, you wouldn't have these experiences. That's how I felt. Was that what your church would say, too? Or were no. they just, like, some people have these? Some people have. Okay. You know? But okay. I felt in, my, in myself, why is it happening to me? Because it shouldn't. Okay. You know? Like, no, I think I, it's amazing. But, okay. Which is wild. But I will... I, there's... Okay, I want to get back to this. But I'm going to just... Because mine is very small. It ta- this is a very small tangent because I have very little experience with actual experiences of spiritual na- spirit natures like that. Okay. Um, so one time on uh, th- it, this is just so little but this is just to contrast how little of experience with spirit things I have where you have these it's wild to me. <laughs> okay. Um, so I was on this train one day and the lady there was uh, uh, there was a lady and I overheard her on the call she's a therapist. I wanted to be a therapist at the time so I was talking to her afterwards and it was like oh so what do you do? She said what she does and um, I explained to her a bit of my background and why I was interested in therapy or doing um, therapy for people. And um, she's like, oh, my goodness, I read a great book about someone who was from your denomination and then, like, left. And how she got out was the – her optometrist was like, I don't understand what's happening with you, but your eye pressure is so incredibly high that if you don't relax, mm. you're – something – like, I don't know, a stroke or something's yeah, going to happen. It was just crazy. So she, so she was like, I guess the lady was told to like relax her eyes. And apparently through that, she had a big awakening of a lot of things in her life that she was following that she didn't find were true. She left. Okay. Mm. So anyways, I now carry that on. Sometimes I'm like, cause I know without getting into the whole somatic thing, I am big on, um, but te- like understanding tension in the body and then releasing that if possible. So I've been trying to like relax my eyes a little bit more okay. now, which is a weird concept. Cause like, do you even think you're tense? I don't, right? I don't, I don't even think, think I am either. However, like I can, I can, you can feel I can, right. I can, can find a way to relax my eyes, even okay. though I don't feel like it's a tensity. I yeah. can feel a way to relax them. And it does, it kind of opens up your scope a little bit more. And I will say, since I've been doing that, I do see not people or things or anything, but I do see things that I did not see before. Which is a weird thing to realize. Okay. That before I may have had a, a hyper focus on just on, what is in the concrete world. Correct. And maybe was missing some, some things. things in the right because the things I see they're like um, kind of like fluttering or is it yeah. just like shadows? Yeah, they're di- it's different. It's like I'll see the thing and it'll just be in a different way and then I'll like 
look back and it'll be in the way that most people would look and see the thing. Okay. So it's like the if when I'm just relaxing and scanning, things appear different than the way that people normally mm-hmm. say they should appear. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So there's little differences. So it's just, this is all to say, that's about as close to seeing anything beyond the physical world. world. Right. Yeah. Right. And I mean, sometimes I get a sensation... <laughs> When I'm out, like, at night on my property, sometimes I'll get a sensation of, like, it It feels more like an alien sensation, where I'm like, okay. mm, feels like there could be something watching me right now. Oh, okay. I don't feel like, like I'm being... watching you right. a little bit, and again, like, that from could a just different... Be, that could just be a psychological thing. Yeah. But those are the two things that I could say I, that you've experienced to what you're talking about, and it's such an iota of what you're actually experiencing. It, it was wild, because... So I'll go back to when, you know, I was hearing these voices, I thought I was going crazy, but I'm like, I know I'm not. And I was very much. Right. Okay. You know what I mean? Like yes. there's a difference so, so between So I have like, a question. When you hear these things, do you hear them as though they're like coming in your head or does it feel like it's a projected outside? It feels like a, a spirit, like literally like okay. whispering, saying things. Okay. And it's like. So it definitely feels like it's coming from outside. From outside. It's yes. not like a, you're just, okay. Okay. Yeah. It definitely feels from outside. And then I remember just like crying and telling my mom, like. I'm hearing these voices telling me to do these things and I don't feel this way. And so she was just like, all right, we're going to pray. Like we're going to pray to like break any, any generational curses because my grandfather did commit suicide. And so that is also a, a, a spiritual. Yeah. Um, a lot of churches consider that like consider a really that, big like, sin. I yeah. personally feel like some people just get to their end to their end and, and they can't, find any way to deal with the pain that they're feeling and and they make that choice so i don't personally feel like it's a sin but i do understand that a lot of churches that a lot of churches feel like it is a sin and so that we also do believe in like generational curses like certain things that have happened you know to your grandparents that may be passed on to a different generation Mm. that you can struggle with um Mm. you know addiction etc um so when I was hearing these things at that time, I had no idea my grandfather committed suicide. I didn't know until later in life. And so I think my mom was probably in like a, like, Oh my goodness, this is happening to my daughter. I need Mm. to like pray it out. And so her and my dad came to me in prayer. And I just remember just like calling out to God, just like, please let it stop. Like, I don't know what's happening. So my mom actually contacted the owner that they bought the house from. They just recently bought it. Okay. Crazy. The owner took in their niece at, at for like a short season because she was having um, some personal issues with um, addiction. She was young. She was my age at the time. I was which I is think, like eleven. I 10? was oh, how old was I when this was happening? I think I was like eleven, twelve. Okay. okay. Uh, or maybe maybe ten, eleven. I don't remember. Somewhere around that, okay. like preteen age. She was a little bit older. I think she was like 13, 14. So about similar age. And she lived in the room that I lived in. Mm. And they actually, because I thought it was weird, there's a light switch in that room. And the light switch went um, outside. Like, it lit up the entire backyard. Like, full light, bright light. I always thought that was weird. And so my... So the light in your bedroom. Yes. Would it turn on the light in the bedroom and the backyard? Just the backyard. Just the backyard. Just okay. the backyard. Okay. And so my mom contacted the previous owner, told, uh, asked a little bit of questions, like, did you ever have, like, she's trying to, like, search, like, why is my daughter having these um, yeah. experiences? And so the owner said, you know, to be honest, like, we did take in my niece. She was having a lot of um, mental issues. She was going through a lot. 
emotionally with uh, drugs and also with suicidal thoughts. And she would try to run away, so we put a light switch in her room so she wouldn't be afraid um, of the dark. And um, they kind of explained, my parents kind of like retold the the story Mm -hmm. that it was kind of um, a, I guess, evil or demonic energy and spirit that was living in that room. And I was... Oh, so they, they felt it too? They didn't feel it as strong as I felt okay. it. But my mom knew there was something not right. Okay. And I've coming with like experience as a kid, you know, I had um I guess I had a toy and my mom said after she got rid of she was praying and after she got rid of that toy cuz God said there was the, there was a curse on this toy that I was gifted. Mm-hmm. And after she got rid of that toy, I stopped having the dreams. I stopped oh, wow. seeing the, the spiritual um interactions. Uh, at wow. Night. Okay, and so she told you this toy we have to get rid of because this yes. might be the toy. Okay. Yes. Okay. So I was just like, get rid of it. Okay. <laughs> I was like go for it. Right. And so, and I don't know why I'm so sensitive to spiritual things. Uh huh. That I still don't understand. Okay. So this is interesting. Okay. So we might have to go a little past an hour here because I got more, I got more <laughs> questions. Now. How does so let's okay so we've done a lot of like talking about like past and like how we were brought up and mm-hmm. how that informs. I guess I guess now I want to transmit transition more into like how does that inform your spirituality now? What what is your spirituality now? What w- yeah. So I think um definitely I after those experiences at such a young age, I was afraid to go to church because I felt the closer I got to God, the more spiritual things I was seeing in mm. um in an evil way and I didn't want to have that. So I disconnected from the church at 16 mm. and I did not reconnect till after my first relationship that was very abusive. Um, that's when I started going back to church. Okay. Um, and so 16 to about when? To about 20. Okay. Um, and then from 20 to 25, it was um, a slow, slow growth. It wasn't like I was all in, you know? I was mm-hmm. still doing things that weren't godly, like having sex before marriage and, you know, doing some drugs. <laughs> now, do you still feel those are ungodly things? Um, personally, no. But okay. I know biblically, yes. Okay, so how do you, how do you, I guess, yeah, so how do you, how do I define, like, my spirituality now? Yes, yes. So I would say that my spirituality now is more connected with um, how I treat others and how I have conversations with God. Um, I think everybody has their own prayer station, I'll say a prayer station, which is, that could be in your room, that could be in your closet, wherever it, it, it is for you, your, your spiritual like space. And I think I, I'm still kind of grasping what my spirituality is because I haven't really fully connected with it. Mm -hmm. I think that I've just kind of like been surface level for this whole time because in the back of my head, I always think of those experiences as a kid where it's like, I don't want to dive too deep. But now at this point, I'm like, I want to know more. I want to be in touch and in Mm. tune with my spirituality. Mm -hmm. Um, So I think as of right now, it's definitely in that phase of um, curiosity and diving in, but still living in a loving and kind way with anyone I encounter with. doesn't matter what your background is, whoever you are. I've just always been taught to respect um, people and to treat them 
with love. Like that's like yeah. to me, being a Christian is to love, mm-hmm. to love someone regardless of their sexual orientation, political stance, whatever it is, I'm always going to show that love and to, um, be a godly person. And to me, that is being kind and, um, helping those that need help and to be there, even if it's just to listen, if it's just Mm. to, um, Mm. help with a situation, if it's to be a better friend, to emotionally support someone, that to me is what, um, my spirituality means to me. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. And that's beautiful. I mean, I think that's like faith in action, you know? Yeah. Because um, it's not necessarily like I know scripture from the back of my hand because I don't. <laughs> I really don't. And that's something that I would like. And you, we talked about it earlier. I'm like, I just need to read it because I feel like I get intimidated by the word of God because I take things maybe too literal. And then I start questioning and then I get really sad and upset because I'm like, I don't understand yeah. how this is relevant to today's society. But when I actually go into a service, when I go into church and I hear a message and they relate it to... um current situations I'm like I take so much from that and I'm like oh my goodness this makes sense to me so maybe I need to have it where I'm like in a situation where someone can explain it to to make sense to what is happening currently Mm -hmm. because if I take it so literal it just doesn't make sense to me it doesn't make sense and me I, I I think um I think I've had a lot of I think I've come into contact with people throughout my life who have had different spiritual beliefs and I've been able to like listen and hear their experience. But I think when it came down to it for me, understanding my own spirituality, I had to just, I guess, start with the belief that God wouldn't let me, uh, he, I wouldn't, he, I, I, this personification I really don't like it (laughs) It, this however we're here right now (laughs) however we're here right now we wouldn't be here if we weren't able to handle whatever comes our way and that's why I say everyone is capable of handling their journey Mm -hmm. I 100% believe that you can't be here living your life without being able to live your life you are you it's Mm -hmm. in you you Mm -hmm. know and if it's not in you You'll find it along the way. Yep. Um, and you, and I think that's where the faith really comes in. You kind of have to stand on what you believe, even if no one else believes it, or if people believe it a little different. Yeah. You have to have trust in it, you know? Ultimately, it's, it's, it's trust in your faith, and that is what guides you. That is, like, you think of the Holy Trinity, right? God the Father, God the Son, and then the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is wisdom. And what I always relate to the Holy Spirit is your intuition. You know, what, what is like really brewing up in there, what you feel, what Mm -hmm. you, what you act on, you know, like, and it's so hard to explain because it's like, you just know, like deep down inside, like that is your guidance, um, and into making your decisions and being aware of your surroundings. And, and that crosses religions and that crosses Mm -hmm. people who don't even believe in, in spirituality or faith. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. People know. You have, everybody has an has intuition. That feeling. And right. some people act on it. Some people don't right. recognize it. Some people don't um, practice utilizing your intuition, mm-hmm. but it's such a powerful thing to use, especially in business. 
always trust your intuition. <laughs> yeah. No, and develop it and learn to, yeah. I think learn to understand that is so important. I, I think, I mean, I'm not 100% sure because I hadn't really thought this through, but I think a lot of these texts and um, ways of uh, believing and rituals and traditions are all hopefully at their core to develop that within you mm-hmm. rather than to say blindly trust someone outside of yourself mm-hmm. um, as far as like leaders that may feel like they have a um, may have the final word on what is right and what is wrong yeah um, I want to I want to stop and then I'll pick up recording again real quick because I want to ask you something about prayer okay so I wanted to ask about prayer because I um in in leaving um my religion that I was raised in there was a point well my thought was like okay that clearly was not the truth which is also a term that that religion used I don't know if your religion used a term like that but they would call themselves the truth no. Which is very strong. That is very strong. It, it, it implies that there is only one truth and that it is that. It is whatever and they say. And anything outside of that? Is not. Yeah. Okay, so. Wow. Um, when I left that and I was like, okay, that wasn't the truth. That was maybe, that had bits of truth. Yeah. But not not the whole truth. Like, there was some stuff in there. Like, what you were talking about, um, you know, your, what endures for your spirituality is the loving and caring and doing good right Mm -hmm. that totally carried from mine too you know they put a lot of how you should love and care and everything um but what really stuck with me was that you love people you don't judge you you know Mm -hmm. you you care and you do what you can yeah so whether they wanted to get something else across that's what stuck which is really nice i appreciate that um but I, when I left that, I was also just so hurt by the shunning and everything that I was like, okay, if that's not the truth, then I'm going to go and um, I'm going to see what science has to say. Because mm. that was the dichotomy that I understood as far as like, if it's not religion, then it's science. Then it's okay. science, yeah. So then I like started like learning research and reading papers and stuff. And I was like, oh, there's a ton of biases and like using data how you want to use however the person writing the paper wants to use them too so I was like oh there's biases here this isn't the ultimate truth either mm-hmm. um and then I was like okay so you really gotta like open hand like take what works and <laughs> leave what doesn't um but at that point I was very I, then I didn't know how to like reconnect to my spirituality when I realized like oh that can be a part of it and data can be a part of it it's mm-hmm. all part of this experience um so I didn't know how to pray because how I prayed before was to this one singular god that was supposed to do things for me and that's not how I understand things anymore so I didn't even know how to pray anymore like what do I pray to do I pray to something do I just do like a meditation what is the Mm. you know Mm -hmm. um but I think whether you're religious or not scientifically there is something about the power of belief so there's yeah. even science that shows it doesn't really matter what you believe in, but the power but of belief having... can push you to do things beyond, beyond what you normally could do. Absolutely. Um, so that kind of can't, you know, that's just something we have to 
understand and accept, even though some people would be like, oh, it's no, it doesn't matter what you believe. No, it, it does. You, it can definitely bring you to do more. So, okay. So during that time, I think, cause this now runs up to where you and I were friends and I would reach out to you and be like, I need prayer. I, I don't know how to do it, but I need that energy. I need someone because I can't do it for myself. I don't know how to do it, but I definitely believe in that energy in of someone of thinking on you in a good light mm-hmm. and asking for help for you from whatever is available. And so like, even though I no longer could do that for myself, I was like, this faithful bitch can help me out. And, um, and you were always so great. You'd be like, I'm on it. Um, <laughs> and now through, through time, I've started to realize like, I can just, um, you know, kind of call upon, like you're talking about, like this higher power, whether it's connected to me or whatever, just this highest way of being and thinking mm-hmm. that's for the best good of all involved. Um, and I can just kind of ruminate in that space and I can call that prayer. And it's a developing thing for me. I'm not 100%, um, I don't have a 100% routine on how, how to do that. And I have so many other things that can be... Um, considered that too I guess you know mm-hmm. like just being out in nature it feels like a prayer in itself you know it recharges yeah, yeah. Um, you really feel like you're getting some higher yeah. energy there um, so I thought it was interesting when you said like everyone's got their prayer space like I have an altar but it's really it's a it's a reminder to me that there is more beyond just the, the physical beyond what we see mm-hmm. there you you are creating that space for that connection to something beyond what we can see mm-hmm. um so I don't know, did you, is there something you can talk, like say on prayer on or prayer. if someone is maybe, I think, and remember not everyone here is Christian. So, yeah. so is, what do you, what is the essence of, so when I, I feel like my prayer is different than, um, how my dad prays. And I always okay. use my dad as an example <laughs> because he loves to say father God, every other word. It's always Father God, Father God, Father God. A couple things. Reinforce that patriarchy. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, okay. And every time he prays, I'm always like looking up like, anybody else notice my dad saying this a lot? You know? And that's just his personal prayer. That is how he prays. Mm -hmm. And um, my mom, my mom is a powerful prayer. Just like, if I could pray like my mom, I would. I just, I feel like I am a little bit more... um, timid in my prayer compared to other Christians that are out there that, you know, they have got powerful prayers that I'm just like, Ooh, I felt that, you know? Um, but for me, I think it's just having a personal relationship with what you believe in, whether that is God, Jesus, um, a higher entity, having that personal relationship and, um, acknowledging, um, that the higher, uh, spiritual realm is there to guide you to help you to be there in a positive way and what I normally start off with is just like and it's just maybe by habit because it's taught me that is like forgive my sins Mm. that's how I would always start a prayer is like Lord forgive my sins but and really mean it because we sin on the daily as as people like it's just you know whether you believe in sin or not like there's Things that we do that, you know, aren't nice, aren't nice. (laughs) And so, and, and I, and I feel like every time before I pray, I take recognition in that. I acknowledge that. And I want to become a better person after those experiences Mm. to not repeat the same bad things that I did that day or that week or that month. And, um, 
to really believe in that. Because if you're just saying, like, please forgive my sins, like, out of habit. Right. You know, I don't feel like there's any kind of connection there. Um, mm-hmm. And so to really feel connected in, in your prayer is really important. Um, and that's just personal to me. I don't think it's a guideline of anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's just personal to me yeah. is to kind of acknowledge those wrongs and then um, make sure to not uh, repeat that again or to Mm -hmm. try do my best to try Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then um go in with usually I I, if I'm praying for a specific person um I can be very general but whatever I feel in my spirit I will say out loud sometimes I pray out loud sometimes I pray in my head Mm -hmm. um sometimes I forget to end the prayer (laughs) because sometimes I'm like I got carried away with something else in my head right that happens and I'm like oh yeah yeah I was praying (laughs) so going back to that but I think it's very um personal I think prayer is right right yeah as faith as you're talking about this I'm like wait is this weird to ask someone how they pray but um but I I think more I'm just wondering like um and I think that's incredible I think that's like as you're talking about that, it just sounds like you're bringing yourself into alignment with what you know is you kind of the center best you yourself. Can be. Yeah, the best you can be, and the best that you want for those that are around mm-hmm. you. The best that you want for, and it it is kind of hand in hand with manifesting. You know, mm. manifesting those positive um, affirmations for your friend, for mm. your family, for your loved ones, for your community. Really praying for, you know, your country. Mm. Like, I mm. think that's okay. really important, oh, too. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it is. Like, I think yeah. we're all in this together. We're all on this planet together. And it's not fair to just pray right, for, just, just for the like, people you like. For the people that you like or yeah. that you've had experiences with. Yeah. I think it definitely goes to show that you should be praying for all of those around you. Yeah. Um, with whatever they're going through. And something I was talking about on the last episode was this, um, it's, they call it a a prayer or a meditation. It's called the loving kindness. And it's, you, um, the, the, there's a several different, um, affirmations. And when it's, you start with yourself, you say, may I be well, may I be free from fear? May I be peace? May I have peace? And then you extend it out like, people that you know and then you okay. extend it to people that you don't necessarily like and then you so it's extend almost it like out a, to the world like a it's like a meditation mantra type um thing so it sounds uh-huh. very similar like you're saying like you pray for yourself but you also pray for just other yeah people. and again I think it's like that alignment of like you're saying getting into alignment with what you actually know to be the your highest self the, the your best mm-hmm. you know um your highest ideals and um, I also was wondering, I guess what's, so is that, is that what the purpose is for you or is there another, what is the, the purpose what do you feel of the purpose of prayer is or yeah. Healing. I healing. think okay. a, a lot of healing, a lot of guidance. Um, I think for, for me personally, prayer has helped me, uh, make decisions, have more of a clear mind. Um, I I do believe in the spiritual realm and I feel like prayer definitely I can understand why. Yeah, I mean, I've had a lot of personal experiences, so it's hard for me to not not believe in it, to right. be honest. And I think that's what's always even though I've kind of strayed away from my faith at certain points in my life, I always knew deep down inside like you've experienced some shit that like not a lot of people get to or have had that encounter mm-hmm. and I'm like how could I neglect that how can I 
say it never happened. It did happen. I did experience this. And I, that to me, I think of like really reassured, like God is real for me. Jesus is real for me. And, um, uh, yeah, for, let's go back to prayer. So I feel like for prayer, um, it definitely has, you know, I've been in situations, uh, health wise that, you know, I, I was scared and I, I've prayed and I, uh, you know, I believe in miracles. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Like I was in a situation where uh, most recently, like I had something and then I prayed and prayed and prayed a situation happened. I went and I'm no long. I no longer have that in my body, which mm-hmm. I'm like, that's incredible. Yeah. Whether or not that was my body just naturally fighting off. I don't know. It could, I be, a lo- pra- a I, it could be a lot of things, but I yeah. felt prayer definitely helped me in that situation. Um, yeah, I, I, it's helped me with work with, I've had so many opportunities that I don't think I'd ever have. And I really believe God put me in those places for a reason. He put, he opened the doors for a reason. He closed certain doors for a reason. <laughs> and then, and even if, he, even if he closed it and I opened that door that kicked my ass out, <laughs> let me tell you. And I got a lesson. So I feel like it's just been so, um, in and out of my, my personal life prayer has always had a very important part yeah and that oh there's just so much I feel like we've this it can go deep no I know and I just feel like you know another thing that like I wanted to touch on and you know maybe we'll have to do this another time or I'm sure I can do it in the you know under another context too but when I talk about like leaving the faith I I I do think I experienced what was what people would call like a religious trauma religion Mm -hmm. was used in a way that was incredibly hurtful to me. Mm-hmm. So to even be able to have these conversations now and to not have this knee-jerk reaction of, like, pushing against someone else's experience, like, because I don't have that. When I'm hearing you, I, like, fully trust and believe that you've had these experiences and that this is your experience. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's really incredible. I, I, I don't know if I ever thought I would have get here to be so open in this way, but... um it's incredible. So I, I, I just want to, I guess I just want to bring that up because I'm mindful of like listeners who may be like, Oh, this is such bullshit because mm-hmm. you know, there's many people that have been hurt out there by say religions, oh, you know? Um, and it, it's so sad because I think spirituality is like an innate thing that we experience as humans with mm-hmm. like metacognition. We can think about what it is to be alive and what this experience is like. And, um, it's not to say that everyone has to have that to have a full experience of life, but, um, I, I don't know. I just, I think that's why I do want to have these conversations because we can have kind of different experiences mm-hmm. and different current understandings of yeah. things. Like for me, I, I think I do blend a lot of like science and religion and I, I know maybe people don't, not religion, but like spirituality and maybe some people have trouble with that, but it, it's actually how I understand things better. You know, mm-hmm. I don't think that like chemical reactions are separate from God working. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Or, or this concept of, of what we consider God. Uh, I think it's all part of it. So yeah. For me, it's this very kind of whole... intertwines. Because yeah. I believe like I had a conversation with Nat before okay. about like energy. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm like, well, to me, God created that energy. You know, <laughs> like it to me. And then she had a different viewpoint. And that's okay. But, like, yeah. it's just, like, I do feel like 
God does work within science and, and like spirituality. I don't think they're mutually exclusive, but I do also understand people who choose to focus through one or the other. Correct. I yes. do understand. That I because understand. Because we all have different ways of connecting to things and understanding And understanding. Things. And like, different experiences. Are, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody has a different experience and that can kind of uh, create your own path and how you want to see the world or how you view the world because of your personal journey mm-hmm. and what that looks like. So I, I never, and that's the thing with me that I never really liked is like when Christians judge mm-hmm. other people, mm-hmm. you know, that's always been like, I'm not one to judge. I'm not perfect. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, that's between your relationship with your faith and your God. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like that, that's not for me to dictate whether or not you're living in a right, correct way. Right. I'm still going to give you love and compassion and to um, show you that Christians are not like what you see in the media. Not all like, of them. Not all of Some them. Are. Some are. <laughs> Some are. But I'm like, I, it, it hurts the ones that aren't. Right. Let no, me tell for you. sure. Extremes always, you know. Yeah. And that's the thing. Extremists. Are, are, are uh, problematic. But, yeah. Um, but also they, they, I mean, they really do show like how far things can go. So, I mean, it, again, like my spirituality is just a very much a whole, like you can't take one from the other. It's all part of it. It mm-hmm. all has to be, you know, if, if God created everything, then it's all part of it. You can't, you know, um, and again, for me, like God may have been, uh, you know, if you deep, there's some beliefs of like, it was a sound, you know, mm-hmm. you know how they say like Jesus was the, uh, the word. Yeah. Like it could have been a sound that started like, you know, like just whatever yeah. resonated and created, like, I don't know. I don't have that. And this brings me to another thing. I am so glad I am now at a place where I don't have to preach. Mm-hmm. There was such a, a having to preach it was a really I enjoyed it at the time because I thought I was sharing with people something that could improve their lives mm-hmm. um, but as I got older and I just realized like this just is not my place yeah I will always have a spiritual conversation because I love it and I find it so interesting like I want to have a million questions <laughs> this is now a spirituality podcast come on here and tell me your views on spirituality no but but um I am just so at peace with the fact that I, I'm not on any crusade. I don't have, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like yeah. that, that can be so counterproductive when you're trying to save someone by telling them how they should live their life. Like it's just, it's so, I'm just so glad that's not a part of my life anymore. Yeah. Cause it, I get that, I get why I did it at the time and why they thought it was necessary, but it's just, I think that's going above and beyond what, like, you don't have to preach like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, in a way to, I just, I think, I don't even know how to say it, but like, I know what you mean. I think you just show in just how you are. And how you are. And if you feel compelled or if you hear a message from from God or like if you feel something in your spirit like oh, I just got to tell this person something like you know maybe they're having a bad day or like you just see them be like you know what I I want to let you know follow that, that intuition yeah follow that intuition because I feel like we are put on this earth for a reason and mm-hmm. maybe it's someone struggling that in that moment and then you could have changed their life 
within that but to feel forced and like go door to door knocking and like putting like you know pressure in the moment on like hey this is it it doesn't feel as authentic no, because it's, like, it's not. Yeah, no, it's really trying to force someone into it's, like a box of into what you think a bo- is right. of what you think is right, and I I don't agree with that myself. I but I've had experiences where like I felt it, but I didn't say it mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I just didn't want to seem like I was that person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And looking back on it, I'm like I should have said something because mm-hmm. regardless of what their reaction would have been, I could have handled that. Right. And I've heard people say, like, oh, well, don't say bless me because I don't believe any of that and I don't want to be blessed. Like, I've heard people say that Mm. and they can get really offended by that. But I also agree with the fact that, like, I mean, for me, truly, I don't, whatever someone's belief is, if they've got some nice message for me, I'll listen. You know? Yeah. I'm not going to, it's not going to, it's not going to become my one way of believing believing, and living in this world. But, um, like, even when I couldn't pray and I asked you to do so, like... I was super grateful. It's, it's, yeah. So I don't, I also think there's like, there is that bit of like, don't be offended if someone says bless you. Cause it's like, they're, you know, they're, they're trying to do a nice thing too. It's mm-hmm. just, you know, again, extremes. Some people yeah. can get to extremes of being yeah. like, you know, not wanting that. And again, because of religious trauma, I can understand it can be hurtful to even be reminded of certain things. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or to be reminded of something that you're no longer part of or whatever the case is. So, um, yeah, I did just want to bring that up because I know everyone's at a different space and that's totally fine. I just really was curious to hear other people's experiences and, and to just show that, like, you can have belief in good and positive things with yeah. without having a bunch of dogma surrounding it and a bunch of judgment. Yeah. Is there... And I feel like spirituality isn't always linear, where it's like, you know, straight oh, path. Gosh. Like, you, it, you can literally... Back and forth, back and forth, the digress, progress. Like, there's so many things that... It's your journey, yeah. you know? And I think people have the pressure of, like... I have to live this certain way from this point on. And it's like, we're not perfect. We are definitely imperfect human beings. We're going to make mistakes. We're going to, you know, we're going to be bad people sometimes. Mm -hmm. But to, you always just want to do better and be better and show love. And don't feel like it's pressured to be on this straight path. Yeah. Because you're going to just drive yourself crazy. Yeah, and this increasing awareness in, like, just the... Um, the general conversation that's that's being had now it's like that all needs to be included again it's all part of it mm-hmm. you know it's not something that you can just be like oh it's this doesn't affect me because something else is going to happen it, mm-hmm. it's all part of it you have that awareness and I think it's gosh could just go on but I think it's interesting <laughs> how like you you wanted to disconnect from certain awareness at a certain point but oh, now yeah. you're like all right I can handle this and yeah like, I think I'm, I'm at a different now. like yeah space and what's funny is like I had like a kind of recent encounter a couple of years ago at my house I was coming from my car and I saw a shadow and it was like following me it wasn't a person I knew there okay. was no physical person okay and I was I'm like, like are you sure this wasn't just a creeper no it was not and uh, I was like I remember just being lord not tonight Mm-hmm. Like, I am not ready. I don't want to see it. Not today. I was like, not today. I remember being like, not today. And I was like, and I just prayed. I prayed. So does it disappear or do you just get out of the area? I get out of the area. Okay. I pray and I'm just like, <laughs> no, no. 
and then like that was it but I remember yeah. seeing it clear as and I was just like it brought like you know memories right and I'm just like oh no the spirit is not coming up to to attack me to come against me interesting like, so have you had any messages or anything come through from like a light beneficial yeah okay yeah girl <laughs> And I think it really touched me when I was, it was at church and I remember they were, um, there's, I forget who was singing on the stage, but I remember just seeing these huge, tall angels, like ginormous. And I was like (laughs) blinking my eyes. Like, am I saying this right now? And I'm like, mom, like I saw angels today. And that was my first experience. And I think that's what I fell in love with praise and worship. Mm. Like when I hear that and that's when I'm going through a hard time or if I'm going through like an emotional or spiritual battle, I literally put on some spiritual gospel music and it just puts me in such a positive mood. And I don't know if it's because of that specific encounter Mm. where like I just saw like these tall angelic figures and it was just like glow. I remember just like a glow, like just like it was light and glow and they were huge. I was just like, I felt wow. so small compared to them and just feeling so protected in that moment that I was like, okay, I have these angels watching over me. I'm wow. at peace. And that was my, my positive. Yeah. Spiritual. Yeah. And I have heard interaction. people who have had spiritual experiences. So I had a friend who um, she would sometimes get like negative uh, energies around her and she would just tell him like go away like she yeah. would just like straight up and apparently they would listen um, <laughs> and I do think that like you know our understanding of energies itself has not you know again we're so physically based that our understanding of energy is very constricted so mm-hmm. I do um, even though I haven't had these experiences I can totally understand that like some people just may be able to tap into those things or, or maybe more sensitive to them. So I think it's amazing. Um, yeah. Wow. Uh, um, okay. Well, you'll have to let me know if you have any more experiences. Uh, yeah. <laughs> we'll do an update if I do. Yeah, please. Um, so do you have any, like, I, again, I feel like this is such a, not even enough of a conversation, to, but I, th- I love what, everything we've talked about, but I'm just, I, f- I know we're going to stop and like a few days later I'm going to think of all these things I, I wanted know. to talk about <laughs> but um, do you have like any last words on spirituality or, or just you know any last thoughts before we wrap up here um, just you know follow your faith your intuition and don't be afraid to do so because sometimes we fear we fear religion we fear um, that spiritual connection um, so I just say, you know, really tap into it, <laughs> lean in on that faith. <laughs> I feel like, out. yeah, I feel like leaning into your faith really can open up a lot of doors in more ways than one, not just spiritually, but I think, um, it does help with, like you said, like with pushing yourself, um, mm-hmm. especially in business, I've definitely accomplished a lot, um, at such a young age that I ever thought I would, because I did not go to Harvard. I did not go to USC, but I was able to be in positions that led me into boardrooms with executives and to see certain things, to experience certain things, to create things Mm. that I never thought I would. These were all dreams of mine as a kid and they came reality. So I think really having faith and pushing yourself um, mentally in that space can really help you in other ways. Yeah. I think that power of belief is a really 
mm-hmm. powerful thing and an interesting thing. And whether you're spiritually minded or scientifically minded, you can look into that either way. Um, you know, it's it's really interesting. So I would in- encourage at least if that's something that's interesting if to you're, you if to you're check interested, it out. Yeah, to check it out for sure. For me, I think you know, just I guess my my final word right now on it is just it's very personal um Mm -hmm. you know I love talking about it but I don't think anyone has to talk about their spirituality if they don't want to yeah absolutely um I also think it's perfectly fine if people are getting through their life without you know any kind of specific understanding of spirituality maybe you're getting it in some other way you're getting whatever that human need is for that understanding in a different way um and who am I to say that you can't because I've just had my experience and heard other people's experiences I I don't know it all so um yeah but definitely whether you call it spirituality or anything else to develop that relationship with your intuition that's huge Mm -hmm. um yeah and I even if you don't believe in certain things enjoy some of it you know like like you said there's some good music out there yeah I mean some of it's not some of it's a little cheesy and not great but some of it is just incredible and like super moving absolutely Um, yeah the power of music and stuff so there's there's a lot to explore there and I get because of certain situations people may be turned off to it and I totally understand that um and if so, that, then that's fine. It's not for you. But maybe something is. So, yeah, I guess we'll leave it there, even though we could go on. And we, I, I'm sure we will. I, I probably will have you back for yeah, another we do a part two. discussion on this <laughs> when, when I forget. I know we. I do an afterwards sometimes on okay. IG Live, but I know you're not on IG I now. am not on Instagram you're right now. You're taking a spiritual break I'm from IG. I'm taking a spiritual break from my <laughs> mental health, let me Social tell you. Social media cleanse. <laughs> Social media cleanse. Um, it feels great, to be honest. So yeah, no, I know I I'll be back imagine. on. So I'm still stuck <laughs> in the in the matrix. Um, okay, so yeah, but we'll find out a way. Either you can do that. You can come on. Um, maybe we can meet up and do that, or yeah. or I can just host a conversation and let you know what people say. Yeah, because I really would. Anyone who's listening, who listens to this, please do um, follow at on Instagram at words to make you feel. Um, follow after you listen because we will be having a conversation about this and I would be very curious to hear what your thoughts about this episode are and what your thoughts on spirituality are and what that word makes you feel all right bless y'all god bless (laughs)